Hi, and welcome to Optimal Insights, the podcast that brings you Colorado industry leaders providing their expert insights for seniors. I am your host, Jeff Mantle. I am the digital strategy manager for Optimal Home Care and Optimal Hospice Care, and we are thrilled to be able to bring you this podcast every week. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel so that you can get this delivered to you every week and get the insights you need. And today, man, I am very excited. Uh, We have a very special guest today. Her name is Carissa Brown. She is the executive director for the Lodge at Greeley. It is one of the newest assisted living facilities, and uh, it's beautiful. I got to visit just a couple weeks ago. And you know, you walk into some facilities and it feels like you're walking into something clinical. This doesn't feel like this at at all. It feels like you're walking into someone's living room, into a new community, and boy, does she bring the personality and the love. I think you're really going to get a lot out of what she has to share about her experience, not just only as an executive director of a, a assisted living facility, but her vast experience, which is clinical. And I'm gonna let her share all that with you. But I'm very excited to uh, introduce you to Zach Belcher. He is one of our marketers at Optimal Home Care, and he is my co-host for today. I'm super excited to have a co-host. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Jeff, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. And this is Carissa. I've already introduced her a little bit on the, the front end here, but I'm really excited. When I first met Carissa, I, I got to do a little tour of the lodge and get to know you just a little bit. And as soon as I heard you say, I love podcasts, <laughs> I want to be on the pod. I listen to them all the time. I'm like, yes, a pro. I am a, a podcast so, junkie. Mm-hmm. You're a podcast junkie. So I'm super excited to have you on the podcast as well to get to know you uh, a little bit better. And for the three of us to dive deep, you know, Optimal Insights is all about having, you know, a pretty cordial, comfortable conversation, but really talking about the issues and and issues that impact seniors, that impact their journey. And today I'm really excited because you're an executive director of uh, the Lodge, an assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. And so I want to learn a little bit more about that. But before we dive into that, I want to get to know you a little, Carissa. So please tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you end up here? Sure. Well, I've been a nurse for 28 years. Um, most of them in the hospital system. I also taught CNAs, um, did home health, did hospice, but my longest span of success was as an ICU nurse in Oklahoma. And I was very successful as an ICU nurse, but then I was recruited into case management, which was a perfect segue to come into assisted living leadership, because I think a lot of what we do is case managing people. So um, got into assisted living leadership and really just felt like it was my home because I then had a broader impact on the people that I served rather than one patient at a time in the hospital. I was serving 30 residents through the staff, through my my supervision of the staff, through my operation of the building. And it, it really was a lot more close to what I feel successful with. Yeah, it seems like it is the perfect fit for you, for your personality. I mean, passion just kind of oozes out of you. And being a nurse, I mean, that is having that experience has got to be a huge benefit as you're working in this. Tell tell us how how that kind of benefits you as an executive director. Sure. Well, 
older adults have more complex issues than they ever did before. Mm. And even just probably 15 years ago, the concept of assisted living was completely different than it is now. Hmm. Um, people who moved into independent living were like, they could be in an apartment or at home. People who moved into assisted living were the ones that we now have seeking independent living. They might need some minimal support. They probably need some oversight, um, but they are, not wanting to or not able to live independently at home anymore. The folks that we have moving into assisted living are people that we would have seen living in nursing homes 15, yeah. 20 years ago. So the medical complexity of older adults is increasing. Um, they're also staying at home longer. Mm -hmm. So they end up being closer to that nursing home model in their needs than they are an at-home model when they finally move into assisted living. Being a nurse, being able to see that clinical picture and what is supportable and what isn't, and also training staff to support people because we're, we're a support model. You right. are providing um, support in doing activities of daily living, maybe medication management, certainly providing meals so that that person can live as independently as possible in an apartment for as long as they can. And so it's supportive care, not clinical care, but being able to see the difference and know what is going to be um, doable for that person. Mm. It means a lot to be a nurse administrator. Yeah, I think it's invaluable experience. I know Zach, I'm sure appreciates it when you're talking to a clinician. Zach, you've got a background. You were a CNA. You started out as a, a CNA and kind of moved in into this industry. Tell us a little bit from your vantage point how that helps in your partnership uh, with Carissa. Because I, I can just tell you, I worked in marketing with the hospice. I kind of came in on the optimal hospice side of things. And when you are able to interact and build a partnership with somebody like you, Carissa, that's passionate about it, I mean, it looks like you handle the pressure, you handle everything really well. You're not all like when you come in and you, you, you look like this all the time, you just always have a smile on your face. So when you get to have a partner that you can really build, honestly, a fun relationship with where you can both work through, through issues together and solve, problem solve together. So Zach, tell me about your uh, partnership with Carissa. I think it's, uh, it's, last, it's been a while, yeah. right? We definitely have a lot of fun. We definitely have a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and what's nice about it is for me, like you alluded to, my background is that as clinical as well. I'm not a nurse uh, to the, nearly the level that Carissa was in the ICU, um, but being a CNA and then bringing to optimal my own personal experience being a caregiver in assisted livings and memory care really helped me understand what these types of um, communities need from that partnership and from having a home health and hospice agency um, be ready to jump in the trenches and be ready to take on a lot of the issues that they see here on a day to day that having dedicated partners to each other is extremely beneficial for. Um, and then just that oversight as well with Carissa being clinical in her background, you just see that ooze out. Like you said, it's yeah. the, the calmness, the comfortability, there's never really pushing that panic button. And I know that comes from that ICU background mm -hmm. yeah. um, because whether or not you want to have that training, you get it when you're in that, that hospital setting. Um, and you can see her staff 
respond to that energy, Jeff, in such an incredibly powerful, positive way. Um, one of the things that I love to see is when her staff come in and we're having one of our meetings, um, whether it's about reviewing residents or an event that we're going to partner on coming up in the future, to see them de-escalate just by ha- being around her presence, just by hearing her response, just by how she's going to lead them through it. Um, it's honestly quite inspiring. Well, thank you. Truly. Yeah, it is. Um, and I appreciate it just coming from this kind of a staff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it too. Like both of my daughters are nurses and my, my oldest daughter was a MICU medical ICU nurse at Denver health all through COVID. And I mean, she went into that job as a meek, you know, just kind of, you know, tell me what to do. I mean, she's compliant, like just, I mean, she's amazing the heart. And I tell you what, she would come home from work some days like, dad, I, I had to lose it on a doctor. I had to tell the doctors what to do. I had to like take control. And I'm like, who are you? But she, <laughs> it just built this confidence. Like there's no situation that could, she would face after that, that mm-hmm. she would freak her out. Like she was just in control. And uh, so I can totally, I can totally see that. Yeah. My wife, Lori, she was an occupational therapist, is an occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. She worked for optimal for six and a half years. She just finished her career. And uh, my dad was a hospital and nursing home administrator. When you were talking about nursing homes and the different levels, when mm-hmm. I was a kid, he was a nursing home administrator. Some of my best friends were residents at yes. the nursing home. Like some I of my best that. friends were at 80 years old. I'd go in there and get candy and we play games. So mm-hmm. I, I totally, I totally get it. And my mom was a nurse. So I'm like, I'm surrounded. I, there's no way I could get away from, uh, you know, being involved in, in care industry. So, um, Tell me a little bit, uh, both of you, like what, how does our partnership, you know, Optimal and the Lodge, how does that impact the care that your residents get? Sure. I'll go first. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Having a partnership within, um, within a therapy group, nursing, home health, home care group allows residents to stay in their home, which is their yeah. apartment here at at an assisted living community um, for longer than they might have been able to otherwise. We really rely on our third party partners to support that resident that's an adjunct to the things that we do. So um, somebody who's had multiple falls, brainstorming with with a group that has therapy that can come in Mm -hmm. and evaluate and do a treatment plan that reconditions that resident or reduces some of those risks, um, really supports the success of that resident being here. The other thing about having a partner is the consistency. So knowing that I can trust Zach when he comes in and we do resident review, that I know what kind of treatment plan this resident is going to get. I know the therapies they're going to be on. I know what the plan is going to be. There's communication, there's consistency. And their goal is as much our success as our goal is our success. And that is really, it really is a fundamental relationship to have in an assisted living community. Yeah. You mentioned a key word there, uh, communication. I mean, mm-hmm. communication comes up, the, the word, the idea comes up in every meeting we have because sure. without strong communication between Optimal and our partners, I mean, the, the, the population that we serve needs us desperately. 
and they cannot afford for us to make silly communication mistakes. We're, nobody's perfect, right? I mean, we're going to make mistakes, but the, the stakes are high and the population we serve deserves for our communication to be tight so they get what they need when, when they need it. Right, Zach? Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that I love about the partnership and the communication that we have with it is Chris is mentioning these resident reviews that we do, we're able to capture um, really anybody that needs that extra set of eyes. We're able to touch whether it's, you know, on paper or getting somebody put right on services, everybody in the building that has had something that would either qualify them for either our home health or our hospice branch. Um, what's wonderful about this as well is the person that benefits the most is the resident. Um, our, our skilled team becomes an extension of the assisted living staff. Um, they're here every day when we have a partnership like this. They are able to be stopped by the caregivers, by Carissa or her team of leadership as well. Um, so it's more than just, you know, someone in my own role who's not clinical any longer, but certainly loves that aspect of it to then sure. have my team kind of fully encompass what everything in this building would need. Um, and we're able to communicate that clearly. We're able to um, articulate what the other side needs. And that doesn't mean that mistakes don't happen. Um, it means that we're able to work through them together, which is what really makes the partnership sometime the best. Um, it's what helped me even want to come to Optimal eight years ago was I was in an assisted living um, up here in northern Colorado, and we didn't have consistency. Um, and I started to learn that and develop that with an Optimal employee at the time, um, who then later brought me on board um, to kind of start to recreate what we had done in that facility at so many others up here in northern Colorado. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, you know, I can see the synergy there, and it's vitally important. And I do want to also, uh, just put out there that it's not, we, we're able to offer the whole continuum of care because we've got optimal hospice as well. I know you've got, uh, at least one hospice patient. The last time I visited, I saw our music therapist coming in with her guitar, mm -hmm. uh, which is such a beautiful thing to see, to come in and to play her guitar and, and sing. And, uh, I, I just have to share about that for a second because just seeing her walk in and share with me that when she sits down and she plays... You can have a patient that maybe they maybe they came in and they were in independent living and they moved to assisted living and now they've got optimal they've got therapy and they've got all of your you know services there at the lodge and now that they've kind of moved and when the need is there to come on hospice even if they're nonverbal it's unbelievable to see a music therapist come in and start playing and somebody who doesn't speak a word during the day starts singing with the music therapist Absolutely. like word for word songs that are from their past. I mean, it just brings tears to your eyes. So to be a part of a team, a partnership that gets to provide that kind of care, it's not all just physical, you know, medical care, it's emotional, it's support. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So um, Carissa, so tell me a little bit, you've been in, you know, the field for a long time. What are some things maybe that you've seen change or what do you see coming down the pike that may be, um, a challenge because you get to work with families as they're bringing in mom and dad and it's emotional. It's, it's trying to move from the home that they've been in their whole life and moving into an assisted living facility. Tell us maybe a little bit about the challenges, some things that you've learned along the way to help uh, move through that uh, continuum. I think the most important thing is that everybody has a different need. Um, identifying how we can be the solution is really 
mm. how we get to serve those people. So somebody may be really able to do their own showers, able to, you know, tidy up their own home, but they're not eating because they don't see the, the benefit in putting through all the work to prepare a mm. meal for one. They're incredibly isolated. Um, so then that need for us would be that isolation. That would be consistent meals. That would be the oversight. Whereas somebody else might need, you know, hands-on assistance with bathing and dressing and medication assistance. And that's a whole different need. So we look for the individual needs that that person is going to require and how we can meet them to keep them successful and safe in the community. That's fantastic. The other part that is really difficult and I think a challenge for pretty much everybody that moves in here is the loss. People are losing their independence, yeah. losing their home, losing anything that they feel like they have control over in their lives. And so meeting that with compassion and understanding of what they're going through as an individual, as a whole person, because they don't, they don't give up who they were in their career. They don't give up who they were to their family when they move into right. the community. And so we, we try to support that whole thing. And I think that that's what's, you know, led to success, not in just in this building, but in previous buildings I've been in too, is being able to look at that and say, we have to look at this as a whole person and all of the things that they need, not yeah, just let's put a, let's put a person in an apartment. I don't see it that way at all. Yeah. And I love how she words that. Um, just to yeah. emphasize, looking at them as the, as the whole person, excuse me, because you really get that sense of community. Um, I know we shy away from the word facility um, or anything like that when it's an assisted living because it's not one. It is just that it's a community, but it really is emphasized and brought out, in my opinion, from my experience of going to many of these different locations, that that is really driven by the leader and by the, you know, the leadership of the building. And you really get that sense of community. And you can hear that in Chris's response, even just now that it's, it's taking care of the whole person. Um, you don't hear that everywhere, Jeff, you really don't. No, I, I can second that. And, and I, I, I want to say how much I personally appreciate that because my wife's mother was in Chicago and we moved her out here a few years ago and it was hard. She'd been in her home for a long time. She wasn't a hoarder, but she was close. And so my daughter, the, the, the MICU nurse went down there and like cleaned out that house. My wife did, got her up here and moved her into an assist living facility. And the community was beautiful because she was at home alone and was so used to being alone. Now she gets to go to dinner and, and make friends and she's enjoying time with those friends and, and building fr uh, friendships in a community that she hadn't had. She didn't know what she didn't have. And then, yes. so moving there was difficult, but honestly, it made her life so much better. And so that, it's- We see that a lot. People really need the community more than they do the help with showers or the help yeah. with medications. It's the community aspect that people really feel makes their lives better when they move in. And we have people who were living at home and maybe they were not very verbal. I've had this in, in this community, in previous communities, where they just were not social, not doing anything in that, yeah. you know, they're trying to decide, is this a long-term care nursing home situation or can they live in supportive care in the assisted living? And then they 
move into a community and they thrive. Yeah. And their life completely changes because they're with with companions and with staff that are tending to supportive needs and, and it just really makes a difference. In, I would in go so far as to say it probably extends life. And, oh, and I've had this conversation with people about hospice when I was working with hospice all the time because the studies are clear. When you go on hospice, you live longer because yep. you have so many people in your life. And, and I think moving into a community and building those friendships, you know, loneliness is a it's that's the pandemic right now. I mean, that mm -hmm. is the thing. Absolutely. So when when you have uh, friends and you've got community, it just brings life back. And uh, it, it is a beautiful thing. Sorry, Zach, it really is. And just to add on that, what you both are saying, one thing that I love about what we see at the lodge too, especially with this community is we can take on a lot of the physical, uh, you know, therapies, occupational therapies, nursing needs that we can bring in from that skilled standpoint. But like you guys just both alluded to, that sense of community, it's so important to not overlook the addition of friendships, new relationships on the hall um, with caregivers, with leadership uh, yeah. that do bring out just a whole nother level of thriving through life, not just living. Um, and it is both equally sad to see it sometimes in communities where it's not, but it is unbelievably rewarding to be a part of one like this, that you sure. do see that in that the residents are playing we in the lobby when you walk in, you know, as a group, or they come out during the trunk or treat events in October um, around Halloween, and they're all active playing the carnival games, you know, on the nice weather when those activities. So the sense of community that you really get here is quite second to none. That's great. And it's a great segue. So Carissa, I wanted to give you some time. This is a shameless plug time for the lodge because it's a, it's a beautiful community, beautiful facility. So I want you to be able to brag on it here a little bit. Sure. So the lodge is a um, community with independent living, assisted living and memory care apartments. We're the newest community in Greeley. We are thriving where I know a lot of other communities are kind of stagnant right now, you know, pandemic, misinformation, all of those things, people wanting to stay at home. Um, just the demographics of the area too can be, can be a barrier to moving into a community, but we've really been successful. We've doubled census in the last year. So that's twice as many elder adults that we're able to serve. And we're growing all the time. We're growing our team. We're growing our the seniors that we serve. We're growing our services in the larger community, like our partnership with, with Optimal. And it's really rewarding to see that success turn this building into what it should be. Well, I felt it as soon as I walked in when I got to meet you a couple of weeks ago. You walk into some communities and you feel like you've walked into the lobby of a hospital or something clinical. And then you walk into a place like the lodge and it feels like you walked into somebody's living room, like your, right. your home. And it feels very warm, very inviting. It's got you written all over it, your energies all over that place. And, and so I, we've taken up too much of your time already. For those of you that are, are, are watching, um, man, we had so many technical issues today. Internet was down. Zach couldn't connect on his device. We had to go in here with, with Carissa. It was like 
So we, we had to take a moment to just calm down before. Hey, I, I didn't have any trouble. It was all on. You didn't. Carissa was. Carissa led us quite, quite calmly through the whole situation. <laughs> she did. Like she Carissa, does everything thank here. Thank you for writing day. out yeah. all the questions for me. I was totally unprepared. And, and I have my, cute, my Carissa cue cards here. No. Um, no, it was, it was delightful. And we hope to have you back on the podcast in the future. Really, really appreciated. I'd love to. This was such a pleasure. Yeah, and Zach, we'll definitely have you back. We'll tag team and-, uh, and Well, get we'll get the tech side out. worked out for Zach and then Zach will come back. <laughs> That's right, Zach will be back. That's right. Uh, but everybody, thank you, for, uh, thank you for listening. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe to our channel. We're gonna be coming out with brand new podcasts every Thursday. Uh, we want to bring you, like today, I mean, today's conversation, uh, it was a lot of fun, but there was some really great information in there. Uh, to help people going through the process of moving from your longtime home into an assisted living facility. And what a partnership between a home health and a hospice and a facility really looks like when it's working well. So I appreciate you both. I will put uh, all of the lodges contact information in the show notes so that you can contact them if you've got family that is living uh, up north there and you want to get them into an amazing facility, the lodge is your place. So until next week, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much.